there. Welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Weird episode today. We're talking about the Leicester game. Yes, that game that happened almost seven days ago. Uh, but with our recent events in the UK, obviously haven't streamed for a little while. So that is why. But there's other stuff that's happened. Conte, Hoiberg in the news. Uh, one for bad reasons, one for good reasons. But we'll get into that. Uh, joined with Brad. How you doing, Brad? I'm good, Been thank you. Plenty it's, of time. It's Friday. Always like Fridays, even though I'm not working at the moment. <laughs> I still like Fridays. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, excellent. Brad's been on here uh, so many times, I can't even count. Always a pleasure talking to Brad. Uh, Blue Sofa Songs is his YouTube channel. Uh, you may have seen that. If you haven't, why? Uh, that's his YouTube channel. It's in the description, but you can also, uh, if you wait to the end, he'll, he'll let you know what's on there and what you can expect and all of that good stuff as well. But it is in the description. Uh, if you're watching, thank you for watching. Really appreciate it. And if you're listening, for listening as well. If you're watching live, hit that like, hit that subscribe. Uh, really helps the channel, really helps the channel. 273 subscribers at the moment. It'd be great to get to 300 before the next game, uh, which should be Arsenal, I think. But we'll talk about that as well. Uh, and yeah, like I say, get hit the like, hit the subscribe, get into the comments, uh, questions, uh, anything that we're talking about, anything Spurs related you want to talk about, uh, get that in. I'll try and get through all of them as well. Let's get cracking. Uh, this guy is in the news, I think, from yesterday. Uh, there's rumours coming from a newspaper, so therefore there are new, no rumours, uh, that he wants to go back to Juventus. Uh, it's absolute... Oh, it's less than 10 minutes, isn't it? It's, it's absolute nonsense. Uh, I'll, I'll refrain from swearing until eight minutes' time. That's uh, true, isn't it? <laughs> uh, all a source is close to Conte, you know, he's got bottles of ketchup in his uh, in his fridge or cupboards that are closer sources than these people. Uh, it's just lazy, lazy journalism. I could write a story, I could be a journalist. Harry Kane's upset and not winning anything at Spurs, so he seriously consider his options in the summer. Let's write a story about it. Absolute crap. Uh, and then people buy it, you know, it all, all feeds into people who don't like Levy will, will it, you know, if this happens, I'll be furious and and. Yeah, it's just what do you think of the rumours, or are they just that, just crap? Oh, it's it's it's, it's what you said. It's lazy journalism. I mean, apparently his family live in Turin, so during the international break, he's over in Turin seeing his family. And oh, Conte's in Italy. Oh, that must mean something. He's in Turin. Oh, isn't that where Juventus play? Oh, it must mean something. And it's just it's just rubbish. It's total rubbish. Uh, as for Conte himself, uh, I think at the moment. He he really is controlling stuff at Tottenham. Like they know they they have to keep him happy for him to stay there. Mm. And I don't think you'll see Conte come out with a denial of the rumor because of that reason that he knows yeah. that he's got them. Yeah, he, he that that threat of him leaving Tottenham, whether it be from stupid rumors or something that's actually you know solid, uh, that that's that's got them on their toes. So he won't. He won't, I very much doubt if he will uh, deny those rumors. There was a tweet saying that Paratici has said that you know it's total rubbish, but I don't know how true that is. But uh, it would take whether you whether you like the transfer window or not, it would take Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> to do something incredibly stupid in January or the summer or the following summer for him to leave to move to Especially down. where we are in the league, undefeated, yeah. Yeah. going well, one point off the lead. A uh, quick comment from Ben Kaufman. How are you doing, Ben? How are you, Ben? Sure you, yeah. Make sure you watch his channel as well. Uh, <laughs> can't remember the name. It, it, it's uh, uh, Ben Coffee, isn't it? I think uh, I can't remember the name of your channel. I really do apologise. I subscribe to it and everything. I should, but anyway, Coffee Time. Conte's, Coffee time. 
That's it. Uh, Conte's family don't even live in Turin. They couldn't even get the city right. <laughs> like we say, lazy journalism. I could write a story about how he came being unhappy because he hasn't yeah. won a trophy. Yeah, exactly. Ronaldo's unhappy because he hasn't started too many games. He's going to go on strike. Absolute crap. Uh, uh, and the other uh, thing is he never, he, you know, he fell out with the, the owner at Juventus. He, he, <laughs> apparently, I'm not sure, was it Juventus? He actually, he left in pre-season and made a comment. Oh, I don't know what it was. He made a comment uh it's like uh, going into a hundred hundred pound or a hundred pound restaurant with only ten pound, you know, which <laughs> must refer to you know the finance that they obviously promised him and didn't give him. At the moment, you like to think that that he's happy with what Tottenham have done in the transfer market or how they've they've backed him. But again, he, you know, it takes something phenomenally stupid for, for for Tottenham to do. I'm not saying they won't because he's done some phenomenally stupid things in the past, but it will take something incredibly stupid for them to do that. I think that as far as Conte's legacy is con- con- concerned, and I'm saying this as a as a biased Tottenham fan, but if he achieves success at Tottenham, that would, I think, be, be the pinnacle of his career, to achieve achieve success at an underachieving massive club like Tottenham Hotspur Football Club would be, I think that would be the highlight of his career. That's that's come from me as a Spurs fan, but, yeah, but yeah. It, it would be something that... that yeah, I came to Tottenham and had one trophy in in twenty two years or two trophies in thirty one years, whatever it is, and I I won them I won them cups and and I think Conte, although not this season, he will want to win the title at Tottenham. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what he's yeah. immediate made. And he said it. He said in interviews. He said in interviews. He he, he refers to Tottenham as we now, uh, and he's also said things like, "Oh, it's going to take two or three transfer windows." He makes comments that Klopp and Guardiola have been at their clubs for six or seven years before they started having success. So saying all the right things in all of the press conferences, yes, of course he gets upset at, at things. Of course he does. We all do. You know, we, we <laughs> lost at Lisbon the other week. I was upset. You know, it doesn't mean I'm not going to be a Tottenham supporter anymore. You know, so so I think it, it's yeah. All, all the all the things point to him staying at Tottenham. Yeah, and uh, Mark Cousins in the chat. Hey, do Mark and to Ben as um, well. It's the Coffee Company, K A U F F I E Company. Check that out on YouTube. Wonderful videos he does on there. Uh, yeah, let's move on to a bit more happier. I, I think with the Conte thing as well, just uh, quickly on that, uh, I saw from Alistair Gold on Twitter whether this is true or not. It was a, a, a copied thing from what he said that he's talking about a new contract. So, you know, this story yeah. will only uh, emphasise that. when it, If it is true and he's he, gone to the papers, it's not necessarily he wants to leave. He just wants a better contract. But, you know. He was saying, he, Alistair Gold, see. actually, yeah, if you, there's a Alistair Gold YouTube video out that was out, I think, a couple of days ago that I watched yesterday. And he was saying that... Uh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what what the situation is with his contract now. But he did say that Tottenham would be mad if they weren't thinking now of trying to get into it. Yeah. So I think there's a a one year. There's an extension that I think it's both parties agree or something or other. But Conte yeah. said in in, uh, in in interviews, he said, "Oh, you know, I never think about contracts. You know, he doesn't bother him mm-hmm. contracts. He says I don't need the money. You know, so so again, it, it's just the way he the way he operates. But of course." You know, people put two and two together and come up with five. And think, oh my god, that means he's going to leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I just just made me laugh whenever I see it, and then people believe in it, and and it's just lazy journalism. Just uh, uh, slow news day. Slow news day. I haven't seen it on Sky Sports News, but I'm I'm led to believe they've mentioned it on Sky Sports News, and well, we, we must be doing too well for Sky Sports then. We must be oh doing, yeah, well, we'd, we'd, I mean. We'd, we'd, you know. I mean, if you listen to Sky Sports News, they've been selling Harry Kane for about six years. Yeah, still yeah. there, you know, yeah. absolutely. They 
Oh, uh, well, that's the next one, isn't it? That's the next yeah, one. Yeah, Conte yeah. is li- likely next season to sign for Juventus and take Harry Kane with him. That'll be the next one. <laughs> yeah. I promise you. Yeah, yeah. If Conte leaves, Harry Kane's furious. He's going to late yeah. Orient again. Uh, one thing that isn't lazy journalism is fact. Uh, and, you know, th- some Spurs fans will be happy. Some fans won't. We've got plenty of them. But Mr Marmite has been nominated for the Player of the Month. <laughs> Hoiberg. Uh I mean, I was quite surprised. I don't think he's had the, the greatest uh, uh, month for football, but I don't think he's been terrible. Uh, but then Benton Kerr had a brilliant game against Leicester. I don't mm. think he did too much against anyone else. Kulisevsky's a midfielder as well, but he's 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 been on the bench while Sons uh, and Richarlison have been in. But uh, I quite like Hoiberg. He's, he's fairly dependable. He makes the odd mistakes, certainly against Lisbon. I thought that looked like tired passing to me and tired plays and needed a rest. Uh, but he's been nominated for the uh, must be the September Player of the Month. Uh, what do you think about that? And do, do you think he's worthy of that, or do you th- or was it a surprise for you? It was a surprise for me. Although I think he's had a good season, and I don't go with all this. You no, know, he's not very good. That <laughs> I mean, he seems to be the player this season that that, that people are picked on. There's always one player yeah. each season. Oh. I mean, all right, you've you've got the obvious obvious culprits that that never you know always get picked on. But he's been there's always one sort of player that is a decent player that fans will suddenly say he's no good. You it know, has and... been for a couple of seasons. The first season he came to us, it was all three million pounds, I think, overall mm. with the Walker yeah. Peters money going the other way. What a signing! He's been terrific. He's a warrior. And then the following season after that was when he started s- slowing down, yeah. and, and and it wasn't as good. Uh, and then that's when it started, and then it's carried on from, from my recollection, anyway. But he did. Yeah, he, did. He, he, he he set himself a really high bar when when he had that first season. Yeah. So uh, that that didn't help, and you know he he very rarely misses a game. He plays all the games for for, for Denmark. So you know it's it's a guy. You know you get jaded after a while. You know. Uh, yeah, and, it, and especially yeah. people forget, I think as well, that he played every game in that first season, yeah, and then the following season, every game apart from the final because they didn't get through in the uh, Euros. And the, the the mental fatigue as well that had to have occurred with the Ericsson situation during that tournament. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe he hasn't really had a rest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since. Uh, yeah, no. I, yeah, I, 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 Mark Cousins says three managers in a row can't be wrong. Mm, All of them yeah. consistently pick him. And I think, regardless of what you think about him, whether his his footballing ability is good, bad, whatever. His attitude and, and, oh, and desire right. and everything. Mm. He's a warrior. He's a leader on the pitch for me. And I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think he deserves a huge amount of credit for how Benton Kerr has come into the mm. team. Because I think without Hoiberg, he could have got a bit lost, Benton Kerr. I think without realising it or seeing it, because you don't necessarily look out for that, I think Hoiberg helped him few, through a few games, certainly early early on. Yeah, And then Benton Kerr has then taken that yeah. and taken it himself now. So I think Hoiberg, instrumental Ish in Benton Kerr's uh, integration into the team, but yeah, like Mark says, three managers in a row. I think people seem to people seem to sort of get upset that he, he can't carry the ball forward like Paul Gascoigne and he can't pass like Glenn Hoddle. You know, <laughs> well, not many people can. You know, well, other he, than other than Gareth Bale and David Ginnell, I don't think yeah. there's too many that can. No, and he 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 does all the dirty. Well, I think there's an uh, against Leicester where I think Leicester had a break and he was the last man defending and got the tackle in. Yeah. You know, so he does all that sort of stuff. You know, that allows Bentico to go forward, you know, and he, yeah, he's a very, very, very consistent player. As you say, his passion's really in, his attitude is superb. And that's what you want. You want, like I say, you want winners. He probably hasn't won anything, but you want people that, that mentality to win. 
Yeah, I can understand why people don't like him because, like, he, he's not the greatest footballer in the world, you know, like the Gascoigns, no. that, that, you know, but and, and his passing has been pretty poor recently in last season. But the first season it wasn't, so mm. that says to me it's not ability, it's tiredness and fatigue. Yeah. So, yeah, when Skips comes properly back, I think might get it. That would be interesting, it'll be interesting actually. Well, obviously, yeah. we'll talk about Leicester and, and Arsenal games later and what, what the team should be, but. But yeah, it's going to be interesting when Skip. I mean, Skip played for the under twenty ones last night, so at least he's getting some yeah. game time as he gets back yeah. to, to full fitness. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And Ben here with uh, Hoiberg, I think hits the nail on the head. Problem with Hoiberg, people either think he's second coming or the worst <laughs> player to ever play football. He's a good player, but limited in certain situations. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot like of players said, like that. You know? He's not going to go win you a game and take the game by the scruff of the neck, like you know, like a Roy Keane did or, or Cristiano Ronaldo, Harry Kane, but. I think he's fairly dependable. He makes yeah. mistakes. Who doesn't? But I think that's more to do with tiredness with him. Certainly in that Lisbon game, some of the passes that he made yeah. were never going to come off. I think it's just tiredness because he wasn't doing that in his first season. Uh, but yeah, uh, where do we go now? Let's talk about another player who could be the second coming. He's back. <laughs> he's back. Hat-trick against Leicester in 13 minutes. Wow. Yeah, look. never, never in doubt. That's what <laughs> Harry Kane said. Uh, Gary Lineker said on Match of the Day, he's read some ridiculous stuff about Son. I'm assuming that he's terrible, should be dropped, get rid of him, sell him, whatever. And good player, you, you, you never lose the ability. Your form goes, your confidence goes, and then you need to get it back. Uh, I was at the game with you, seems ages ago now, <laughs> six days ago. Uh, but, you know, that, that first goal especially didn't look like a player who was uh, struggling for confidence to me. Uh, a player who's struggling for confidence. I think he had Kane on his left, struggling for confidence, lifts it over to Harry Kane, doesn't take on two defenders and whip it in the top corner. Uh, second goal, as soon as he controlled that because of what happened with the first one, I thought this is a goal here. Mm. And then the third one is funny, isn't it? You know, a week ago, that would have hit the goalkeeper, gone for a throw or, or hit the post, gone back into the keeper's arms. Now two goals. Sonny's back, <laughs> ricochets into the goal. Uh, and then he gets a little bit of luck with the VAR as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, never in doubt for me, never in doubt. And he's given Conte a really, really good problem again now. Four strikers, well, forwards, three positions. Who'd you pick? All of them are, are contributing. Uh, but yeah, Sonny's performance, uh, <laughs> not much to be said, but uh, yeah, ever, ever in doubt for you? Uh his fault his form come back, no, never in doubt. I, I agree with Conte's decision to leave him on the bench. Mm. I thought against Leicester, who have conceded well a load of goals, that bringing him on with 20 minutes to go uh, could be beneficial because he'd come on against the Tyrone Leicester team and that will give him a, the best opportunity to score. It also means that he's not playing in the game from the start, thinking, oh, I've got to score, I've got to score, and there's not as much pressure on him. So I, I totally agree with with Conte, yeah. uh, and I, I don't like using the word dropping. It's funny actually on the show the other night, they're all going about, uh, oh, he wasn't he wasn't dropped, he was resting. This sort of which he was. He said like the dead parrot sketch from Monty Python. He's not dead, he's <laughs> resting, sort of thing, you know. But yeah, I totally agree with the decision by Conte, and and it and it and it worked. And I think with Con with Son, he the shot he his first goal and his second goal. That's what he used to do regularly, and he hasn't been doing it. And once he starts doing that, you know he's back on form. And he, you could tell, uh, you could tell. And even at the end of the game, when he was coming off the pitch, I watched, I watched the full game on on TV yesterday, 
Mm. You could tell he, and then eventually it's, it's so nice to watch actually because he he still looks really tense, and then as he's coming off with the ball, he starts to smile, the old Sonny smile that yeah. people that you know when he's not smiling, there's a problem. And I think that first goal, you know, those who've seen it on TV or those are there, it, that was just relief. He just scored. Yeah. It's almost like the Eric Cantona moment when he scored and sort of looked well, around. You could see, it. I think, that, yeah. oh, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. And it was yeah. nice that Harry Kane was the first one to come up to him. Give yeah. Him and it was, it was, and I, I, and I've had a lot of flack for saying this, right? But there's, there's no, <laughs> no ill intentions at all. Okay. I'm going to put that right out there. And I've said it on a few shows. There was a, uh, a Korean girl about two, two seats away from me. And I think she was with friends, but at the time I felt she was, I saw her at half time. She's wandering around alone. And I felt really sorry for her because she might, and I thought, well, what if she's paid two grand to come over here and see Sonny play? And he's not, he's not playing it. You know, he doesn't start. And there are probably a lot of Koreans in the crowd that would have done that. And I felt really sorry for her. So when he's got that goal, I, I felt in, in, in a, in a, a purely, emotional sense. I felt like gave, giving her a hug, but I thought, no, I'm a 62-year-old man. I, I can't do that sort of thing. So I just I just backed her on the shoulder and went like that to her sort of thing, you know. So, so yeah, but it, it was just one of those really nice moments that, that her and obviously a lot of other Koreans that might have come over here and spent a load of money to, to see Son play, because he is he's virtually like a god over in, in South Korea. Oh, and yeah, to see yeah. him, and then to score a, a hat trick, that was just, it was just wonderful. Yeah. And also... the minutes as well was... Yeah, it was. I'll completely turn the game, but we'll come can, to that. If you see on, this on, on Twitter, I think, I think it might even be on the Tottenham official channel. It shows his second goal this season against Leicester. His second, yeah, his goal, yeah. It's the same, isn't it? It's even the same, it's even Emerson going up to congratulate him. It's the same person. <laughs> But uh, a bit of a funny moment for the hat trick because <laughs> I was literally opposite where that run was made. And as he went through, in my mind, he's offside. No, he's miles offside. So he scores the goal. Everyone's jumping around me. And I just stood there and I looked at the lines and I turned his flag up. Yeah, he's offside, you know. So I didn't celebrate the goal, you know. So the guy in front of me looked around, well, was he offside? Yeah, miles offside. Well, not even not even questionable. So, so I hope I'm wrong, but not even questionable. And then, then oh, it's been checked by VAR. No, no way. No way. It's just, it's just a check. They have to. No way. So, of course, when I see the referee do that and point to the Zetlersberg and everyone starts yeah. jumping around, I felt so brilliant. I thought, oh, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm so happy to be wrong. But uh, when you watch... that time, he had a bit of luck like that because it was yeah. against Leicester, wasn't it? In, I think, Pochettino area at the end that it was... a. Uh toenail offside yeah. or whatever but when you watch it in slow motion tonight. when you watch it on the telly and they put the lines which people who know me i hate the lines i don't take the lines <laughs> away but when you watch it on telly you look at it and as the ball was being kicked he's level and level is offside you know and that's what annoys me about the lines is that all the sense of purpose is level but you might have a toenail out of place you know so so yeah so i you know he was was clearly offside it wasn't even in doubt even if you take the lines away he was level with a player yeah. And that was just one of those great moments, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy to be wrong. And uh, yeah, so he he's back. Uh, I imagine he'll start against Arsenal. Uh, talk yeah. more about that later. But uh, yeah, it was it was one of those. Uh, yeah, he, he was always going to score. Never expected him to come back and score a hat trick. You know, in the first <laughs> few minutes, but uh, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah. Look, this guy is this another guy that that that's you know he, he's he's come on off the back of the golden boot. So there's pressure on him to continue doing that. He's placed the South Korean national team. He goes away. He's had Tottenham tour in his country where he's literally had to host them. You know? <laughs> yeah. A lot of pressure. He's got his dad. Everyone who doesn't know his dad really makes him train yeah. after he's come back from training. 
So there's a lot of pressure on the guy, and it, it must get to him. I don't know how he's done it so far, like he has, to sort of almost be oblivious to all this or seemingly quite relaxed about the pressure. But that's obviously caught up with him. And it, these three goals, I think, will will reduce that. And yeah. hopefully we'll now see the, the Son. You know, let's not expect him to be the golden boot again. You know, let's expect him just to play well and score goals, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. problem of who to pick now, which he's yeah, got. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A yeah. couple of comments in. Ollie, uh, Ollie Freeman. How you doing, buddy? Right. Great, but great seeing you both on Saturday. What mm, yeah. result? Too, Fantastic Ollie. to see you t- as well. I haven't met you before, so it's great to meet you, Bobby K. How you doing, Bobby? Hey, Bobby. Thanks so much for watching. And uh, yeah, to, to make you feel better, Brad uh, Ben says Kim hugged a random Korean guy sitting next to us. Was <laughs> you're allowed. Love you, Kim. Love you, Ben. Allowed to do it. You've got Ben and Kim's uh, authorization to do so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in terms of Sun, I think Conte. Dropping in, resting in, whatever you want to call it. I think it fired him up. You know, mm. I think possibly he probably hasn't, but there's probably something very, very subconscious saying, "Well, I'll just play if I'm fit." Mm. And this was, oh, actually, I've got, I've got to perform. Uh, and I think that maybe fired him up a little bit. It definitely helped with a Leicester team who are chasing the game and mm. they can't defend for Toffee. Uh, I was slightly unlucky with fantasy football. I had Harry Kane as treble captain, always scores against Leicester. We scored six goals, he's only involved in two. But I did see something, I can't remember if it was on YouTube or Twitter, saying that uh, he doesn't score as many goals now because he's coming deep. But if you looked at it, for Benton Kerr's goal, he was in the box, didn't get it past mm. him. Son's first one, he was in the box, didn't get it past him. And Son's third goal, he was in the box, didn't get it past him. So... And he also I, got I, I, the first goal as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the fact that he was always there and he just didn't get the rub of the green but then next week he'll end up well hopefully next week he'll get a hat trick but he'll get his hat trick at some point this season if he carries well, that's, like that's, that. that's, you know, but, then, but then isn't it wonderful as well that you know obviously Sun was the star last year uh, and, and in terms of uh, yeah what you were saying about it must get to him I mean he's he's he started at Tottenham where he wasn't really that well known had to force mm. his way in uh, now he's not just a, a, a superstar in career, Tottenham, the Premier League. He's a superstar in world football. Mm, yeah, uh, pretty yeah. much anyone you talk to, apart from complete remote destinations, will know who Son is, mm, and yeah. and that's got a bit of pressure on him as well. And and he hasn't, I don't think, probably until when he was first starting at Tottenham, when he was fighting to get his way in the team, he's been a regular in that team and 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 a, a guarantee of of mm. easily double figure goals. So it's the first time I can really remember since this superstardom status that he's got, where he's struggled. And, and yeah, I, I was delighted for him. And, and that celebration for the first goal, said it all, said mm, it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I've, 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 I've deviated. Uh, isn't it wonderful as well? Obviously, Harry Kane's son were our, our players last year who, if, we, if they play well, we play well. Isn't it wonderful now that Benton Kerr, who I thought, if son didn't get that hat-trick, he'd have been my man of the match. His well. goal, the, the the closing down was superb, second half especially. Uh, but doing it pretty much all without Harry Kane. I know he got the first goal and set up Son's uh, second goal. Uh, but he didn't really do much for Son's second goal. He just gave it to him and Son did the rest. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and isn't it superb now that we're not the finished article by any stretch no, of the imagination, no, no. but we're not now a two-man team, I don't think. Mm. We've got other players who can... Uh, contribute other players who can change things and it's superb isn't it and that's that's a testament to what Conte has done and a testament to a certain extent this will wind people up of what Levy has done in terms of backing him up certainly in that winter transfer window because I think Kulisevsky and Bentico have been superb additions but 
Isn't it wonderful that it's not just Harry Kane's son aren't playing well, we've lost. It's Harry Kane's son aren't playing well, this person is, that person is, we've got a chance. Well, hope, hopefully, hopefully the, uh, I, I mean, I think the, the Benton core and the uh, uh, Kulczewski signings and signings, that, that's all Paratici and Conte. Uh, I'd hope to think that the reason that we've done that is because Daniel Levy is basically keeping out a bit more than actually mm. behind it. So but he deserves credit for that if he's decided to bugger off and <laughs> let someone who that sort the football inside out. Hopefully, hopefully if that's, that's if the situation. That's yeah, hopefully it will continue. Yeah, okay. Look, you know, we can argue about transfer window. It could have been better, of course it could. But I thought overall it was fairly decent. Uh, but as for uh, Son and Kane, well, Kane obviously scored six goals, so goal wise he's up there. But uh, we're up. We're sitting in second or third. You yeah, know, no, point yeah. off the top. Joint second. Uh, joint second, we'll and, uh, and we haven't really that, we haven't really seen the, the Kane Son partnership. That, no. that, but probably, I think from memory, Kane to fruition in the the COVID season behind closed door season. Now, that that famous game at, at Southampton where he got four <laughs> and is basically the Kane Son show. Uh, so if we can get to that position. Not relying on them. I mean, that's great. That's 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 good. And yeah, you're right. We can play better. We need to play better because mm. we will get to a situation where where we, you know, we don't get the luck, and and you know, a team does score against us, and we we, we can't score. But the point is, is that with this Tottenham team, you get the impression that they can be better, and they will be better. You know, under Nuno, I've never thought, well, we won three games. You know, that yeah. I can't see us getting any better. But with Tottenham team, we know we can play better, and, and we know that. That they should under Conte with with a great manager and the players they've got, they should especially up 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 top. A little bit worried about our defensive uh, uh, backup for a, a central defender at the moment. It's basically well, going, you know. I mean, uh, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? In that mm. game, Sanchez comes in for Romero. Conte presumably said, "Right, Darrinson, start the game. This is your chance <laughs> to impress. Don't do- oh for goodness sake!" Uh, it was. A dead cert penalty, there are question marks whether it was on the line outside the box, whatever. But in terms of the foul, it was a dead cert foul the mm. moment I saw it. It was right down my end as well. He, and he, I just don't know what he was doing. It, it started from him with a ball that went easily to him. He could have chested that or controlled it. He swiped at it and just scuffed it. And then it's just Perisic came storming in for a sliding tackle, uh, uh, got hurdled essentially. Uh, and then Sanchez just rushed a blood to the head. I mean... Yeah, we, I, even I, praised, I, we were praising yeah. him at the end of last season when he came in for the last three, four games, whatever it was. He hasn't really put a foot wrong. He's done really well on the odd game here or there. He's good, and then he does that in the, uh, the first three minutes. It's one of these players, I think, where you're always expecting him to make an error. You're not confident when he's in there, but he, yeah, fair enough. He did play reasonably well at the end of last season. Uh, one thing about one thing about, and I don't go with this. Going back to what Ben's earlier comment, I don't get, go for this. Oh shit! Get him out of my club! Get him out of my club! He's rubbish! Oh, oh, he's the best player ever! Best player! Ever. I don't like that. I don't like. But yeah, Sanchez is a player that, that's got limitations. He's got. He's prone to the. Well, I might say the odd error is prone to errors. But <laughs> one thing you can say about him, he's certainly not boring. You know, on, on, on Saturday, I wish. I wish he was. I wish our defence yeah, yeah. were boring. They didn't on, do anything. On Saturday, more. let's look at his game on Saturday or the key points. One thing he made a, a total hash of a pass. Tried to compensate by running back. Gave away the penalty, you know. At the, but then he goes up, has a goal disallowed for yeah. some foul on the goal. I don't know what the foul was. Or I, I couldn't see it. And then he, he has a header that hits the bar or was actually turned up the bar. So, you know, he, he could have had a couple of goals as well. So he's certainly not a boring player. But I just, yeah, you don't have that confidence you have with yeah. Romero when Romero's in that position. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Case 
Bobby Kay mm. sums it up. Uh, the reality was he was only praised because we know he was shit. So in reality, yeah. we praised him for not being as shitty as he was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, well done, you. Well done, yeah. you. Yeah, well done. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I just the, the penalty was ridiculous. So looking back, it was a brilliant save from Loris, but he was off his line. It's a ridiculous rule. Yeah. Uh, but he was off his line and then a good penalty from Tielemans uh, 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 for the second one. But yeah, and oh yeah, the first three minutes and then I think it was about five minutes later, we, we're one all. So it didn't kind of matter in, in the it, end it there. Was, it was a weird game. It was a very weird game. Certainly the first half was weird. Uh, but watching the the game back yesterday, I watched the, the full, you know, the full 90 minutes. Leicester had a lot of the ball. And, uh, admittedly, we we dealt with it. You know, we had the, the two sets yeah, of four. We'll talk five. about the game a bit more in yeah. depth a bit okay. later because the, the first half and second half are a bit chalk and cheese. But one of the things I did want to ask is the last time we beat someone 4-0, I, I seem to remember, we got them sacked. So I was adamant that this guy was going to be going. <laughs> and that's probably uh, his look when he walked into the uh, uh, manager's, uh, not the manager, the uh, chairman's office. But, I mean, he was under real big pressure anyway. Mm. He must be under even bigger pressure now. Uh, we'll come to James Madison's uh, interview a bit later because I found that very strange. But the players looked like they were kind of playing for him, certainly in that first half, which we'll get to a little bit later on when they scored. They, were, they put us under pressure for them. Mm. But as soon as Sun came on, they and then that fourth goal went in, they capitulated, the third goal went in, they capitulated. Mm. Uh, but I, I was speaking to my friend yesterday, uh, I get the feeling sometimes when managers are under pressure because they're on so much money and the compensation is so much. Like, let's not try anything. Let's just get sacked. I get a load, a, a, you know an eight-figure sum. Uh, do you think it's just a matter of time for him, or, or do you think uh, we'll give him chances? Because they didn't sign anyone. They got rid of mm. Fafana uh, Schmeichel, who spoke to Chris and Brad, who were the uh, Leicester fans on. It would have been the preview. It must have been last Friday. Uh, and they were saying Schmeichel would have been pretty poor. But he still is a, a, a leader there. And yeah. they haven't really got anyone in. They haven't brought anyone in. So you can't really blame Rodgers. But they still have Avardi, Madison, Dewsbury Hall, uh, uh, Harvey Barnes, uh, Tielemans. Uh, so I'm surprised where they are. But what, what do you think of Rodgers? Do you think he's got like one, two, three games left to save his yeah. job? Or do you think I, it's I, just... Uh, I think that... Uh, and this is just... No, no, I've got no proof of this whatsoever. But I think the reason he wasn't sacked on on Saturday was well, two reasons. One was the Queen's funeral on Monday. It would have been seen to have been pretty, pretty. Cool. Although, although you I couldn't even think, think of that. Yeah, you could argue. You could argue. You know, hiding the news sort of thing. You know, you know. But uh, and the other thing was the international break. I think so. Uh, I think when he comes back, the next result will be key, I think, if they get beaten badly again. Now, actually, watching the watching the, the game back yesterday, they were saying, oh, uh, Leicester were 1-0 up against Brighton, then went up to 2-1, to 2-all, and then uh, went to 2-1 up. No, sorry, well, 1-0 up, went to 2-1 down, and then got back to 2-all, like yeah. a copy of the Spurs game, and then went on to lose 5-2, and this is at 2-2, and I thought, well, he said, well, from a less point of view, I hope it doesn't happen this time. I said, well, it won't happen again. It'll be worse. You know, so... Yeah. Oh, you know, Carl Simpson says that they lack a leader. I think that's absolutely true. Like, yeah, yeah. they got into the game at half time. What was Bentecourt's goal? Two minutes after the break yeah. or something like that. And, mm -hmm. and from Ndidi just messing about with the ball, there was no, you know, from behind mm -hmm. him, get rid of it or, or awareness from himself. And then they just capitulated. Sun then comes on and then completely destroys him. Well, that was fair, but, fair play to Pentecourt, though. 
Oh, it was. Good. It was absolutely yeah. superb play from Bentancur. But mm. you'd expect if we did that, if Hoiberg was doing that, Dyer would be mm. screaming and give it mm. here. Uh, so, yeah, I just think there's... I, I agree with Carl there. I think there's a lack of a leader there. And Schmeichel mm. going, I think, is a real, real bad thing. And, and he also says, but Vardy's a bit part player now, which is quite good for us because he always scores against us. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I, I, I want to get on to uh, Vardy's uh, interview. Uh I don't know why I've got this. People know what the interview was, but this was the interview. Got asked a lot of questions. Uh, I haven't heard it. What did he say? Well, it was basically just just what you'd expect. That it wasn't a six-two game. But the, the, the point I really want to get into is that they he said that uh, he he really they trust the manager. They're working for the manager, and they've really really been working on defending set pieces. <laughs> First three set pieces we scored from the third one was disallowed. I never thought I'd see a team worse at set defending set pieces than us. But I mean, if they've been working on those set pieces, either they haven't been working on them very well, or the players have just given up as soon as the ball comes in. Because Kane's goal wasn't a direct set piece; that was a short yeah, corner, yeah. and then the cross that came in from that. But it's still part of the set piece. The other two, uh, uh, Dyer's goal and uh, Sanchez's disallowed one, were straight from the corner, and. Mm. and he did it, all died of, it again in the second half. He did it again yeah. in the second half and just straight to the keeper, but yeah. Yeah, all of them free headers as well. Obviously, mm. the Sanchez one was a foul on the keeper. It wasn't. Uh, but, I mean, to me, it says that they're not playing for the manager, even though they played quite well in that first half. And, yeah, we're, we're working on defending set pieces. They had two weeks off as well because of what happened to <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. They had two weeks off to practice those. And then the first three, they've conceded three. Uh, they I mean, also... What do you make of that? I mean, are they playing for him? Are they just terrible? Are they not paying attention? I, I, I just don't know what to make of that. I just thought it was very odd. I, I think that you probably find half of them are playing half arm. It's, it's all up to the individual, you know. <laughs> like, someone like Madison who thinks, you know what, I can play for a decent side now, you know, in, in January sort of thing. Uh, but actually, there was a stat that came up during the game that since the beginning of last season, they've conceded the most goals from set pieces. I mean, it's like, it's like yeah. 27 or something. Uh, I'm quite surprised not to see Tottenham on that list, actually. But, um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's like, look, Tottenham have a problem as well with set pieces, mm. as the Lisbon game showed. I don't know, it's, it's how, you know, do you have to change your mindset? Spurs use a, a zonal system, which I don't like. Uh, do Leicester use a zonal system, have to change to a markup, or do they use a markup system to change to a zonal? So I, I don't know. I, I'm not that tactically aware, oh, yeah. you know, to, to sort of say, but. Yeah, I you, think it's you, ridiculous you, though. Like mm. we've been working on them three goals. I mean, Carl here says they find it difficult to set pieces because they have Madison and Tillemans who both like to stay forward and it leaves the midfield yeah. too short. I mean, if you're working on set pieces and you're conceding all these goals and you keep everyone two people full, we keep everybody back. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> teams are going to target Leicester because get a corner, get a free kick, whip it in. They can't defend them. So if you keep those two people forward, you're just encouraging that. And, and and the confidence in your own team when you get a cons- uh, Gary Gary Lineker said it on a, a match of days. Leicester fan, he goes, oh, whenever we can see the corner or free kick, every Leicester fan will tell you it's head in the hands time. <laughs> so keep those two back. Start, you know, get a bit of solid, uh, solidity and, and and structure in your corners, and and stop stop conceding corners, uh, 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 goals from corners or chances from corners, and then you can start moving the people forward. I just don't understand that whether they're working on them or not. I just 
absolutely bizarre. Tommy's the it, one that you want to speak to, isn't yeah. he? He likes all the tactics and stuff. But I, I, think I it just find like... it absolutely bizarre that they've been mm. working on it for two weeks. They can see three out of three. <laughs> it goes. I think it also goes down to the point that was made earlier about not being a leader. You know, mm. you know, when it comes to a corner, you've got to right. That ball's mine. That ball's coming over. I'm heading that ball out. You know, you you, you want that sort of player in there, as we do. To be fair, in, in our defence. And yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, you can't lose the players they've lost without having some sort of thing. Yeah. Although, as I said, it's been going on since last season. But at the end of the day, it's Leicester City. I don't care. So you know. <laughs> yeah, just lastly on them, scary thing for Leicester says Carl. They build a team around Madison. He doesn't want to be there anymore. But fair, <laughs> fair play to him. I know a lot of Spurs fans don't like him because he what he said to, about Gareth Bale. But you know, we've all been there where we've said something silly at the time when we were young and stupid, but fair play to him for doing the interview. They just lost 6-2, still bottom of the league. Uh, but yeah, uh, fair play to him for that. Let's talk about Tottenham. Benton Kerr. I, I thought he was absolutely superb. Maybe not so much in the uh, first half, but especially in that second half. Second half, definitely. And, and that goal, and for Sun's first goal, it was him having uh, James Justin, I think, on, on the touchline. He harried him. Uh, Justin goes backwards. Then gets catches up to the ball again, Justin. Bentinger's right back on him, and then he gets the ball, feeds it to Son, and then Son, we know mm. what he did. But I mean, he he 14 million or something like that, 15 million, it was all in euros, I think 80 million euros, so <laughs> probably about 90 million pounds with the exchange rate. But anyway, <laughs> absolutely phenomenal business there in terms of value for money when you consider, like, you know, Kevin De Bruyne would be God knows how much million. Mm pounds and yeah 14 15 million pounds whatever whatever it is for a 24 year old certainly at the time I think he was 24 but yeah he was superb already talked about how I think Hoiberg has helped him out but he's come on leaps and bounds in in only like eight months mm. uh, but yeah what do you make of him for me man of the match if Sonny didn't get his hat trick uh, I, I thought he was absolutely superb and that goal he scored he hasn't scored a goal for god knows how long rolled that in like right. fine cane yeah uh, he Absolutely superb, absolutely superb, and and he he now is a big 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 player for us. We we Mm. talked about those those four people up top, only three spaces, four four midfielders, two spaces. He's for me the first one in that midfield on the team sheet if he's fit for me. He's the sort of player. I mean, I've seen I've seen him have some poor games, but and his first half wasn't was was wasn't that good. He made a few passes that went astray, but then again, the whole the whole team did really in that first half. It's one of these players that when he's playing well, he, he plays well. You know, yeah, exactly. he's, if, oh, yeah. yeah. And I think if I think I think Dyer, Dyer might have mentioned it, saying, "Oh, you know, when 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 Bentacore plays a good game, we normally win." You know, and yeah. you know, and, yeah, and I, I think that's that. true. He's, he's very forward thinking as well. He gets the ball, and he, he wants to go forward with it, pass it forward or whatever. But yeah, and he's sort of got that uh, elegance as well. That, uh, that that you sort of miss from players. He's, you know, I can't remember think of a, or an example, but he's got that elegance of a player that in the midfield it gets the ball and glides through. And, that, and yeah, the third goal, which was I think was a very important goal because oh know, yeah, especially that score, quickly after half yeah, time when they so got back the, into the yeah because to get the third goal, then it takes the pressure off the team because if we hadn't scored that third goal, then suddenly the fans start you know getting anxious that sort of thing. The players start getting anxious, but no, he and that was all down to him. He saw that the guy was differing. And he's very quick. Bendigo is incredibly quick, actually. I didn't and think he was dithering that much at all. I think he's either just got Conte going into him at half time and the rest of the team, hmm. or he's decided amongst himself that they're struggling. Let's press him. Let's press him. And because he did exactly the same to James Justin, like I said, for Sun's first goal. Hmm. 
But whether it was Conte, I think Conte must have said something at half time. Yeah, to the team, yeah, we needed to have game. That yeah, on board, but yeah, absolutely. But, but, but that yeah. goal's that that goal, which is all is down to him because he he you know he he took the opportunity, he got the ball off the guy, Here's Bobby and Kane. then and then as you say, that the, the the finish was brilliant. He, he side footed it, you know, he, you yeah. know and and, and well, yeah, he had Kane to his left as well. He yeah. hasn't scored a goal yeah. for however long. You got Harry Kane yeah. next to you. I'll take it on myself and roll it in. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, funny, the, only, the last time I can imagine him getting in a, a goal-scoring position, I think it was against Norwich last season, but I think he, he laid it back for Kuliszewski, who puts yes, one yeah. up at Norwich. That's the, that's the only time I can remember when he's actually been in like a goal-scoring position. Yeah, but yeah, when he was back since finishing a, a training or, or something maybe, like yeah, that, you yeah. never know. But, yeah. but no, he, he's a player that when he's on form, he, 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 yeah, he's mm. for, for the money we pay for him, no, he's superb. And if yeah. he, he can become more consistent, because as I say, I've seen him have a couple of poor games, and I think if we get over on in the midfield, we might have a problem. And that's obviously another discussion to have. But uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have we'll have that now because Mark Cousins has said this. Looked better when Basuma mm. came on. So we had mm. Hoiberg, Basuma mm. and Bentica. Must play three in the middle from now on. Mm. Slightly difficult to say in a sense because Leicester were chasing the game at that point. But we, we, we looked so comfortable when Basuma came on. And and for me, him and Bentoncourt are very similar in a sense to Dembele. <laughs> Nowhere near as good as Dembele. <laughs> together, one of the together, most yeah. underrated player of, of, that I can remember. But I, I'm i confident if you give Basuma or Bentoncourt the ball, we are going to keep the ball. Mm. And, and mm. With, with Dembele... You just, I mean, De Bruyne, I think, or Hazard said it, didn't they, for uh, for Belgium? Uh, he's the best player in the team because you just can't get the ball off him. Mm. And and with with Dembele, I was super confident. Give Dembele the ball. I mean, I know he had that mare against Pogba in the uh, FA Cup uh, semi final, but that was the only one I can remember. So Benton Kerr and Basuma both remind me of that. And and. Like Mark says, we definitely looked better when Basuma came on. We had three in the middle. Uh, whether that was because Leicester were chasing the game, they were open, or we did have control. But Conte generally plays with three in the middle, doesn't he? The three-five-two system, which we're yeah. obviously talking about. And then uh, just just quickly, Carl says when he came on, Basuma he blocked mm. off Leicester's space, which yeah. slowed the game down. Well, um, it, 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 I mean, it, yeah, it helps have more bodies in the midfield when when you are being overrun, and we have been overrun at times this season. I don't think anyone would deny that. But when you the only problem with the three five two, one is that with four brilliant attacking players, you've, you've got a <laughs> couple of unta- uh, unhappy players. And with the team, the team we have at the moment, the normally when you've got three midfielders, you've got one that's quite creative, which we, we haven't got. Although I I think Skippy's got a pass on him actually. I think he's I a do as well. Yeah. But I think I, I certainly agree. And also with the three in the midfielder, I, it gives you more license to have your two wing-backs being really attacking. So at the moment, we seem to have one attacking wing-back, where it be Session Norman Perisic. And on the other side, we have uh, Emerson, who's probably the more defensive wing-back. Mm. I think if you have the two really attacking wing-backs, then you, you do need the three in the midfield, because that means that one of them can drop back. And also, I, I, it's been mentioned before, I'm not the exclusive here on saying this, but you could always put uh, uh, Kulisevsky as the right wing-back. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you can have your three in the middle, and then you've only got to drop either Kane's yeah. son or the Charles. Uh, and the other, the other advantage of it is if you have the two. I, I the only thing about Kuliszewski at right wing back is that he's left footed. So that which is great when he comes on. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but but to go wide like Perisic can kick with both feet. Perisic can some of the crosses that Perisic has got in have been absolutely mm. amazing. It's like how did he get that cross in? You probably won't. You won't have that with Kuliszewski. Uh, because he's left-footed yeah. and he seems to like his left foot. Admittedly, you're going to have it when he's on his left foot and he shoots, he's, he's deadly. 
So you've got that. That's the one thing. The other thing is that I think, say, for instance, you had uh, Perisic on the left and, say, Spence on the left. <coughs> Spence, you know, both good attacking young players. All right, we haven't seen Spence play, but from all accounts, he's strong, he's fast. Yeah. That means that you're giving the other team things to worry about. Yeah. And that's that's the worry with the Arsenal game coming up, is that we'll be overrun and their forwards, their, whatever their names are, will give us problems. You have, say, Spence and Perisic and a three-man midfield, Perisic going bombing down that right, then you're giving them things to worry about. And I can't I remember I can't remember what manager said it once, but uh, yeah, he says, Well, I don't really worry about what the opposition rather than what the opposition can do to us, it's mm-hmm. hey, let them worry about us, sort of thing. So yeah. so I think if you had if you played a three in the middle, and yeah, I think it it's a it certainly would get in, you know, having players been overrun in the midfield, it certainly proved up. Whether Conte will do it or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the issue of you're gonna have two unhappy players, you know, mm-hmm. in there, possibly three if you're playing, you know, right well, you I'm not sure you will, though, because isn't it wonderful as well, again, that we've got these different plans. We've got plan A and plan yeah. B. We've got yeah. plan A, two in the midfield, uh, three forwards up top. We've got plan B, three in the midfield and two players yeah. up top yeah. with wing-backs bombing on. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's three in the midfield against Arsenal because it's it's going to be one in that mid, one or lost in that midfield, mm. I think. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think that... And, and I don't think the players will be that upset mm. because it'll only be for mm. one game and it won't be yeah. we're playing three in the midfield every single game, mm. I don't think, anyway, potentially. Uh, against Arsenal, that, that is one game that you don't want to lose. No. That is the game. <laughs> Obviously, because we're at the top, both at the top of the table and points are, are mm. important, but also the bragging rights and all that sort of nonsense that yeah. goes with it. Well, it's not nonsense, but but uh, but yeah, because you know that we will never hear the end of it if they if they beat us, which they have a good record of, of the Emirates. We don't seem to do well there, so I think the most the first thing against Arsenal is 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 to make sure we don't lose the game, and by having the three in midfield, then and having the two attacking wing backs, then you you have a bit more control. You put the onus on them worrying about us. The only thing I do fear is that Conte will still go with his is is three three four three. Obviously, with the chance to change it, but if in the first 20, 30 minutes, you know, Arsenal get a couple of goals against us, or even one goal, then then you're you're you know you're, you're coming from behind all the time. So I'd rather it not get to that that situation. It'd be very interesting. I think yeah. the first 20, 20, 30 minutes against Arsenal would be really really important because their their fans are up for it for a change in those games, and uh, yeah, so they, that's where we have to hold our nerve, which I think we will because I think we're you know we, we're more mature certainly compared to uh, Nuno's team. Uh, yeah, well, I think the key against Arsenal is like Carl says here, when Basuma came on against Lesser, blocked yeah, off Lesser yeah. space, which slowed yeah. the game down. Exactly. Arsenal, Arsenal will be bang up for it. Their fans will be yeah. bang up yeah. for it. Slow the game down. Exactly, make the yeah. game boring, certainly yeah. in that first 20 minutes. Shut yeah. the fans up. Try and get yourself a chance or yeah. a goal yeah. or, or stuff like that. That's your job as the away fans. Shut the uh, home fans up early doors. And, and Arsenal's uh, defence hasn't really been tested a lot. Uh, apart from Man United, who Man United, uh, who put three yeah. past them, so you know, and our, our attack's pretty good. So, yeah, that will that will that will test their metal. And someone, someone actually, someone actually made the the point of uh, playing Ricarlison up, up front so he can get Xhaka sent off. So, you know, so I think you could, I think you could play, I think you could play my girlfriend's three-year-old nephew, and he'd have a good chance of getting Xhaka sent off. <laughs> Whether he's mellowed a bit more now, Xhaka, and uh, I'm not so sure, but yeah, I mean. 
if I was playing football in that game, I, I'd, I'm terrible, but I, I, I'd fancy myself to be able to get Richarlison sent off. It was the same with Wilshere, and it's probably the same for Arsenal fans with Lamella as well. Uh, but yeah, back back to the uh, uh, Leicester game quickly. We'll talk about Arsenal a bit later on. Mm. But first half, Leicester were banging the game. Mm. And that second goal of theirs came from, I think, I seem to remember like three saves Lorries had to make before that. And then the fourth one was uh, Madison's goal. Brilliant finish from him. Uh, not really sure what Richarlison was, do- uh, not Richarlison, Sessignon was doing. Uh, sorry, Richie, didn't mean you. Uh, Sessignon was doing, he uh, he didn't seem to know where any of the long balls that went near him were. Uh, I think it was Castagna. Didn't really have to do too much to get the ball into the box from him there. So he didn't cover himself in glory. Brilliant finish from Madison. No chance for lorries. But it, it came from three, where they were kind of all over us for about five minutes. And... Yeah, I've, I mean, what did you make of the first half? Were, were you worried uh, uh, towards the end of that first half or did you always think, well, we've got more goals in this contest? We, 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 we actually started the first series. Up, up until the penalty, we actually started off fairly well. You know, we were attacking. <laughs> yeah, brilliant and first two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's premiership winning first two minutes, but no. Uh, <laughs> but then the penalty seemed to shock us a bit. And, um, uh, and then we got back in the game, you know, quickly, which is important. I was probably more annoyed than worried at half time that, that we conceded that, that second goal. Uh, I felt, and again, you can watch it on telly, but when I was watching the game live, as that ball came over, I thought, I thought Sessionel's got this. He's going to head it yeah. out or whatever. And he wasn't strong enough. And uh, Castagna yeah. got, got the ball, or Castagna, if you Seinfeld reference there. And uh, yeah, put the ball in. And Madison. He he took it well, but I think he might have shinned it or need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure it was a, a, a actual. I'm not taking away anything from the goal. You know, it, it, the depth you get there and get the shot in was brilliant. But but yeah, it was poor defending by Tottenham. Uh, yeah, as was the first goal, or, or what led up to the penalty is this poor poor defending defensively in the midfield. It's poor because we gave the ball away, and then Sanchez overcompensated and brought the guy down. We didn't have to. We still got those little errors there. I felt that Leicester. And again, it's it's really weird how you how memory uh, actually you, your memory your memories of games are different from I might yeah. I've, you know, I have waited a week, so it's not your fault on that. No, one. but what I'm saying when I when I spoke no when I spoke to you after the game and and all this week, I mean the comment was yeah we weren't rubbish in the first half, but in the second half we are all over them. When you yeah. watch the game, back, <laughs> when you watch the game back. That's not the case. Leicester three two. Leicester was still in the game with a lot of possession. Yeah. You know, and it's only the fourth goal, no, Sonny's first goal, and then that was it. And Basuma coming on, which I think he became on before, you know, Basuma coming on and Sonny getting that goal, that changed the game. But but yeah, they they are actually in the game, and Sonny scored after what seventy two minutes, so they were in the yeah. game for a good 60, 70 minutes. You know, and although yeah. they didn't threaten us a lot, Lloris still had a couple of the save he made from the header was just yeah. I mean, play. I mean, that links me on that. That was from Session as well. The, the balls come over and he's looking round. Where yeah, is it? And yeah. then it's it's terrible, terrible. Uh, in terms of, of the wing backs, uh, Perisic at right wing back. I'd, I'd love mm-hmm. to have a penny for their thoughts of Doherty, Spence, and, and you know, maybe not <laughs> maybe not Emerson because he's played most of the games. But you know, you, you're putting. I know Perisic can play both, but you, he's played this season as a left wing back, and then you're sat there as you can only play the right wing back. And you, you're not picked in favour of someone who's played on the left, but I think 
I think next game, Perisic will be on the left. I can't see Sessi mm. keeping his place. It will probably be Emerson because he's played most of the games. Uh, but what do you think Doherty and Spencer? Are, I don't even think Spence was on the bench, was he? Doherty was. But what do you think they're thinking at the moment? Uh, well, I mean, we all knew that he's he, two footed, which in, in, in this this day and age is very rare to get a player that, that's confident on both feet. Even Gareth Bale very rarely used his right foot. Uh, I, when we heard that Perisic can play on the right, I always thought of it as being like, well, actually, if, if players are injured and we have no alternative, then yeah. But to actually get the game ahead of, okay, <laughs> Emerson, you're, you're right. Emerson's played all the games, so he he's been he's been wrestled or rotated, whatever way you want to call it. But yeah, Doherty and and Spence, who wasn't even in the squad. No, yeah, you 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 just wonder, but it's been interesting. I don't think it worked. I don't think it worked at all. No. I thought Perisic's probably had his. Yeah, I didn't think, first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know he's a great player, and I I agree with you. I think he should play you know left wing back against Arsenal. Uh, but yeah, it does make you do do wonder. The only thing I will say, which is good or promises, that Spence uh, played for the under twenty ones from all, all reports, played fairly decently. So you're hoping that you got some Spurs people watching that game. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Is, is Conte stubborn by not playing him because he was, wasn't was a Conte signing? I don't know. We, we'll never know. But well, That's another thing I don't get because mm. like Victor Moses, who was literally just all about going forward, Spence is all about going forward. There's question mm. marks over his uh, end product with hardly any assists last year or goals. But he, he's, been... a, he's, yeah, he's a Conte type wing back, isn't he? Go, well, going I... forward, going forward, going forward. So I don't, I, I don't know why he doesn't... Uh, I, I yeah, think I, I think it's, Italy under twenty ones. Carl says that he. Played. Oh, oh, thanks, Carl. Yes, yeah, so I, I I don't know why he doesn't. Yeah, he's just a Conte style wing back, and he's not even on the he's not even on the in the squad, and 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 and, and not picked in favour of a left. I, I, I guess I guess it, it it may even come down to what what uh, Conte said about. Uh, Basuma not quite understanding the tactical yeah. aspect of the game, and he's got to learn a new system. He's got to learn Conte mm. system. So maybe it's just that. Maybe he's he's not confident that he's learned the system. Maybe on Saturday when Basuma came on, okay, it was to to do something, but maybe Basuma now is understanding the system more. Maybe it's just yeah. just what it is with Spence. As for as for not having many assists last season, he did get a lot of balls in the box from what oh, I've heard. Okay. Uh, it's just that Forrest didn't finish him off. So, you know, so yeah, yeah. but you're right. He, he he fits that Conte mould of a right attacking right wing back. He's quick. And I don't know if you saw the thing that was on the Tottenham uh, uh, Twitter feed. Uh, they're, they're asking questions on him about, about FIFA, you know, the, the game. Oh, right, yeah. And uh, they asked him, uh, who's the quickest, according to FIFA, the game, who's the quickest player in the Tottenham team? And Jed Spence, that's me. And it is. He's, he's according to FIFA, he's the quickest player in the Tottenham team. So, so yeah, he's he's he's. he's I, I'd love to see him start against Arsenal. No, I, against- I, I'm not sure against Arsenal because it's a big game. But I thought, you know, like you said about Basuma, don't understand the system. Perfect mm. game to play him against Leicester. Yeah, you've got to take them seriously. Of course, you can't just keep dropping all of your players and pick mm. a completely different team. Of course, but you know, learn the system against bottom of the league. Really struggling. Mm. We're at home. It, yeah. it, it's a perfect game to get him started in. Uh, same with Spence and Basuma. Yeah. So, yeah. Which yeah, surprised Ars- me that he wasn't even on the bench. Uh, yeah, Ar- Arsenal, because of where they are in the league. If Arsenal are really struggling, then maybe. But the fact they're top of the league and, and on form, I'd be very hesitant to put anyone in who's not completely au fait with that, that 
mm. tactics, which possibly means that we will play the two in midfield, maybe not the three. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be testing out players in that Arsenal game. But Leicester game, I, I can't believe he didn't really because it was a perfect yeah, that game. Would have been the game that, that would have been the game, definitely. Because uh, you could have, yeah. And he went, as I say, it would be the perfect game to play him. And he went with Perichic, So it's, yeah. Although Cole yeah. does say start him against Arsenal, guaranteed red cards. They chop him down. <laughs> so, get close to him. so maybe, maybe you got a point there. Oh, they, yeah, they wouldn't get close to him. Uh, and yeah, Chris Agabar <laughs> in the chat. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? I can it, believe it against Leicester. Perfect opportunity mm. to try and test some players out in there while keeping the core of your team there and making sure that yeah. everyone then yeah. takes them seriously. I couldn't, yeah. But yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, 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 it's just a shame, actually. Well, actually, no, he might he might get his chance against Forest in the League Cup because I thought, well, yeah. the League Cup is the perfect opportunity because you normally will will draw us. You know, championship team or a you know League One team. Yeah. We just happen to draw a Premiership team away, so I think you might get his chance there. But certainly, if we get past Forest and we we draw a you know lesser opposition in in the next round, that's that's the place to play these. And people like Papa Papa Sar and that sort of thing, and even Brian Hill, you know, who <laughs> caused a bit of stir because actually uh, Conte mentioned him in the press conference. I think it might be in the pre-match yeah. press conference. Actually, mentioned he's never mentioned Brian Hill before ever. And he actually <laughs> mentioned him in the press conference. So, yeah. so yeah, and that's another player. That's another player that that uh, he's not Premiership ready, but that's another player that I think should get a chance. He's, you know, yeah. even if it's come on for twenty minutes in, in a game against a lesser opposition in the league, can't there's a player there. So yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe Spence against Arsenal might be a bit over the top, but maybe he'll go with. I think he'll go with Emerson. Be honest. Yeah. Well, I know we've got an under twenty ones manager, but I don't know the system they play. But if you're worried about people mm. not understanding the system and and mm. people like Spencer playing in it, tell the under twenty one manager to play in my bloody system. Get them playing. Well, that's, in that's it. I think system. it was under. I, it was under. Oh, I can't remember what manager it was. Might have been. It might, even be, going, uh, it might even be going back as uh, Jerry Francis that far back. Oh right. Okay. And apparently he had the first team, the under twenty ones, the under all of the teams played the same system. Yeah. So you had if to step up, you knew the system. I'm not yeah. sure Tottenham do that. Uh, no. but, but if they don't, <laughs> tell them to. <laughs> well, <they've, laughs> and pick this played. player and that player and get them a ninety minutes because they need to understand my system. You're playing that system. They, Less they, position, they, obviously, because of the reserve at the under twenty ones. But get them yeah. playing that system so they get it when the, I call them up. They've just employed a load of people in in the you know in the, the scouting and all that all the, you yeah, know, the football that. side of it. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of new people there. Uh, so that's hopefully what they're going to address, and maybe they will come up with a system where where to go from. I think there is a guy who's like a liaison. It's called yeah. a posh, a, a sort of posh word, but it's, it's a liaison <laughs> between making the transition from the under twenty ones to the first team an easier transition for players yeah. to make. Because we we haven't got many coming through really. You know, we've got your Harvey Whites and that. But, well, you know, you've got not, Dane Scarlett, he'll be Dane in that Scarlett first on, team on soon. That, but... uh, he's doing, by all accounts, fantastically mm, mm, important, yeah, which yeah. is what he needed, what he needed. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and it's now paying dividends, uh, probably not even a quarter of the way through the season. But that, I mean, uh, it's, that's it. It's, 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 it's with Dane Scarlett, you know, it was like when he, he scored all his goals for the under-21s, get him in the first team, he's going to get in the yeah. first team. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. You know, they had. I mean, Kane was doing the same. He was scoring goals for fun in the under twenty ones and reserve. Well, it might have been reserves in those days. Like, oh, get him in, get him in. And it yeah. still took him to, I think, I believe November when Pochettino played him in a uh, a European game. 
you know, he, I didn't think, you know, so it took him a while to get to make his yeah. mark. So yeah, let's let's not rush Dane Scarlett. I know we've gone off, off track a bit, yeah. but yeah. yeah, these young players, you know, you, you can't rush them. You can't rush them. No, we've got a few coming through, I think. But yeah, yeah uh, S8 Spurs one here. Scrap all these glorified friendlies. Assuming you're talking about the Nations League there, especially with the World Cup being in the middle of the yeah, season. Yeah, it, it's annoying. It's annoying, but. I guess, uh, yeah. as much as we hate the mid mid season break, it, it's all the, the this break. Southgate or all the international managers have to have a couple of games to see who yeah. they're going to pick. We've only got two, haven't we? We yeah. got we got yeah. the the two this week, uh, yeah. Italy Germany, and that's it until November. Yeah. But I guess so, a lot of other teams. Will and be they are they are the Nations League, so they are they are a little bit more than friendlies. Although you know, I don't think, you know, I'm certainly not going to lose sleep because apparently England could be relegated from the, uh, the little league. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lose that. any sleep over it if that happens, you know. No. But, uh, in fact, the only reason I'll probably watch the game tonight is because uh, Harry Kane's three goals away from, uh, you know, oh, yeah, he is. the record. So it'd be nice to see if, you know, he can get another goal towards that record. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Lastly, on Leicester, before we start, we've already kind of mentioned it. Spurs run away with it in the end. Uh I do agree with Rodgers and Madison to an extent that it wasn't a 6-2 game because Leicester, like you say, for 70 minutes were in, in, in the game. But it's what happens when you're at the bottom, when you can see goals, it can literally make you capitulate. And then obviously, like uh, uh, I think it was Carl who said, Basuma controlled the game a little bit more, slowed them down. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have a point. It's just uh, something that was on my uh, list. <laughs> but, uh, it, but it, it was good to see that we're putting teams to the sword that we should be beating. You know, it happened last season with Norwich on the final game of the season. Make sure you don't mm. lose. Okay, we'll beat them 4-0. Fairly comfortable. But yeah, good to see that after. Not a scary first half, but a bit of a concern. Mm. It, it, it seems to be the way we play, and I, I, I don't particularly like it. I'd, I'd rather go at teams from the start. Yeah. Uh, but we did it a lot last season. You know, you look back at the Aston Villa game, probably... A little bit fortunate to go in one nil up, and then we we ended up winning four nil. And the <laughs> Newcastle game, it was what one all at half time, and we ended up winning five one. So it's a thing that we seem to do, mm-hmm. and uh, it's almost it's almost as if we're like a long distance runner that just sort of ambles at the back of the back of the pack, you know. And then the last couple of laps <laughs> goes to the front and, and yeah. wins. But that's it's not like, anything new either, because we were doing that under Pochettino, starting in the yeah. first half very slowly, and then uh, half time. We started slowly. I don't know what it is. Yeah, we always started slowly. It's, it's, yeah. it's just weird. Hey, Eugene. Hey, Eugene. But whether it's whether it's uh, they do it consciously or whether it's just an unconsciously, I don't know. But it's, it's almost like, <laughs> well, let's wait. Let's yeah. Let's we we've, we're confident enough to not go at 100% and hold them. And then we know that they'll tire off the 20, with two minutes to go and we'll just bash them in the last 20 minutes. Because on the break, Tottenham are, are, are you know, one of the best in the business. You know, on that break, those players we yeah. have up top, you know. So, so yeah, maybe it's that. But I'm not sure if they're doing it. I, <coughs> I wouldn't have thought so. I, I think, you know, I wouldn't have thought Conte would go out and say, no, nah, just take it easy for the first half. And, and I'm yeah. sure that's not the way. I'm sure it's not, it just seems to be the way at the moment. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's not uh, a plan, so to speak. Yeah, I mean... Next game, I think we probably will. Uh, Arsenal next. I put possibly mm. there because there's some talk that with the train strikes, it might be cancelled. I, I, I believe the train strike is the week after, I think. It's the, it's the first and the fifth, I think. Oh, it's, oh all right, there's two. Oh, there's two. But, yeah. well, I, mean, there's, I applied for Arsenal tickets. I only have eight, uh, 188 points. Yeah, so I can't so well, well, We did, saying we did speak yeah. about that, didn't we? Because I, yeah, I, yeah, I failed yeah. as well and I had 315 points. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, so... <laughs> But yeah, we're, uh, let's work on the assumption it does go ahead. Mm. Uh, I, I would expect Conte to start the game fairly slow. You don't want to be going toe-to-toe to Arsenal mm. and then potentially make it an end-to-end game, early doors, and then get the 
unlucky rubber the green and go two goals down. So I would imagine the plan will be make it a boring first 45. Mm. Arsenal yeah. fans get a bit, uh, uh, and then and then and then go for it in the second half. Uh, I'd be very surprised if it's like that Leicester game, you know, two goals in the first ten uh, minutes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there was high scoring, don't they? Tottenham Arsenal games, very, very rarely low scoring. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you say, we haven't really done that well at the Emirates. I think the last time we won was Kabul's uh, mm. last gasp header. I can't remember what year that was. We were awful in the, yeah, we were awful in the first half in that game as well. Yeah, I, Carl, I says, <laughs> Carl says two one to Spurs, close game, second half attack hard. I'll be delighted with that, a win. But. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll do a preview on uh, uh, next next Friday in, in more detail. But uh, in terms of that game, uh, how do you see it going? Well, as far as the strike's concerned, I can't see any reason they'd call the game off because of the strike because no. they, they they called off the Palace-Brighton game, but I think that was down to policing issues as well. Mm. But, you know, let's face it, Arsenal and, and Tottenham, you know, you can you can walk between the two grounds. You know, they're only, it's only each end of the Seven Sisters Road. All right, it's not it's not the shortest road in the world, but uh, and I know that I know that both Tottenham and Arsenal have got fans that come from outside of, of London. But yeah, it, it, it's because the two teams are so close, it'd be absolutely ridiculous to call that game off. Really would. So I don't think that will happen. Uh, I am nervous about the game, but I guess we all are really because yes, Arsenal have played well this season. Yes, it's been against. Leicester opposition, but I think the game against Brentford was the one game that I thought, yeah, Brentford will go at them, they'll, they'll have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty comfortably. Admittedly, very, very strange atmosphere. And I, I actually speaking to a couple of mates that, that night at the pub, uh, who were Brentford fans who were at the game, and they agreed with me. I said, oh, What happened? Is it, there's no atmosphere. It's not like we're used to seeing Brentford and the atmosphere. Mm. And I said, Yeah, we know. It's exactly, don't know what it was, but yeah, so. So I think, yeah, it'd be wrong for Tottenham to just come out the blocks and just charge forward willy nilly. Because yeah. there, but yeah, I think yeah, I think we'll we'll take a measured approach because they're going to come at us. They're going to come at us. The crowd are going to be up for it, you know. Yeah. After, um, after what happened at the White, White, oh, Hart, God, White yeah. Hart Lane yeah. Stadium, yeah. Tottenham Hotspur yeah. Stadium, they'll be bang up yeah. for this. I would think. So if yeah. we don't approach this, anything less than a hundred percent committed and, and professional. We could be on the on the end of the. I, I think the longer the longer the go the game goes at nil nil, the better chance we have. I think of of, of getting a, getting the win. I will say to you now, if you offer me a point, I'll take it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there are three ground four away games this season that I'll gladly take a point. One we've already got: Chelsea, Liverpool, Man oh, City, and Arsenal. Yeah. Those, those for four. For me, there's two we've already got because West Ham, regardless yeah, of where they yeah, are, we yeah. never do well there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I just we're undefeated in the league. It would be awful to have that ended by yeah, them. yeah. Oh, it'd be nice yeah. to win and go above them. You know, we yeah, uh, we yeah. would we would go top for a short while if we do if we do. Uh, and I, well, actually, I think it's interesting. Actually, I don't want to don't want to start predicting, but Man City have got uh, Man United on Sunday. I so yeah, that's an incentive, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, yeah. We win on Saturday, and we could be top on Monday if it, you know. But oh, look, let, let's let's yeah. let's 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 think about the game. Let's not think too yeah. far ahead. I think the important thing for me is if if, if you want to win leagues and and get in Champions Leagues and, and and challenge for titles, the way you do that is you beat the teams below you, which we've done so mm. far, uh, and then away from home you don't lose to the teams around you. So that mm. really much falls into this category. We did that at Chelsea. Uh, 
on paper last year, we did it at West Ham this season because they finished up there mm. where, where they finished the season. We don't know, but it's never an easy game. And Arsenal now, top of the league, we're third point between. So that fits into that category. Mm. So, yeah, I'm with you. A point. I'll be delighted with a point if you if you offered me that now, uh, depending on how the game goes. If we're winning 1-0 and then we can see... Yeah, we're yeah, free to let the to go. But, yeah, a draw isn't a bad result at all. But it's just do mm. not lose because they're one of your rivals this season. I'm surprised at Arsenal. I have to say, last season with how they went to Tottenham Stadium and then Newcastle afterwards and capitulated in both, I thought they don't have any leaders. They, they've made a couple of signings. They haven't got any leaders. They've really surprised me with how they've started. And, and well, they haven't played anyone of note. The only team they've played of note is Man United. But last season, when they didn't play anyone of note, they lost quite a few of those as well. Now, they're like I say, beat the teams below you. They're doing that. Uh, teams around you away from home do not lose they didn't do that against Man United but uh, certainly at home you want to be winning your game so for us do not lose that game well you you know me Chris I'm I'm very much much one for the uh, uh, the uh, law of averages so we're due to get something at the Emirates we're due to get something at Stamford Bridge Uh, and I class that as getting a point especially at Stamford Bridge Uh, we are due for something there given our bad record but yeah it's still a game that we have to yeah, con- control the early stages or, or just not be, you know, not, not get carried away. And, and then, as I say, the, the further the game get, gets on, the more chance we have. And, and yeah, let's hope we have a game, you know, I mean, I'll take any win. You know, I don't care if they are all over us for 90 minutes, we get a 1-0 win. I don't, no, I don't no, care. yeah. I, I, admittedly, admittedly it's, it'd be, my heart might care during the game when I'm watching it. <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I mean, I remember, <laughs> remember that game at uh, White Hart Lane a few years ago where they scored in the first five minutes. And we absolutely battered them for the whole game and lost one nil. You know, yeah, it was Vasilsky, wasn't it? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, uh, yeah, he got one of those goals, didn't he? A very good goal, yeah. but it's one of those goals that yeah. you know, wow, you know. Yeah, these huge games doesn't matter how you win, just win it uh, yeah. or just get the result. Uh, quickly, big shout out to Chris from Leicester till I die TV. I didn't want to win it anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're doing okay after the result. It wasn't a six-two game but you know it's what happens when you're at the bottom you kind of well, well, it, well, it was that's what the score says but but well you, <laughs> but, you know, know, I, you know I, get, I get the point i get the point it, it, yeah. yeah if you if you look and this is what i'm trying not to angle opposition fans <laughs> bad no 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 no, no, no. I, I totally agree i totally agree if you if you looked at the score you thought if you looked at the score a few years later you think oh wow spurs fresh lesser but no it, it wasn't it wasn't it, yeah. it wasn't a thrashing by any any stretch of imagination we we had a we just had the the guy who was just had those three golden moments or two certainly golden moments and, and won the game. So, no, it, it wasn't a 6-2 game. But, you know, when you look back over a season, and this is what gets me about people, say, oh, we're, we're, we've got all the points, we're not playing well. <laughs> he says, I like Chris, don't hug that. No, no. Uh, no, it, it, was, it wasn't a 6-2 game. I'm, I'm, no. I'm being, I'm and, being uh, funny about it. But, but says, yeah. How, you know, how could you drop Sun? Well, because containers wasn't dropped, he was rested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talking of Sun, just very quickly before the Arsenal game, before we head off, uh, if this was, if, if the game was when we played Leicester, I think they'd have been fairly happy going, well, you know, Harry Kane's one of the best in the business. Son's one of the best in the business. Only one of them, their best in the business, is doing anything. Uh, now, oh, Christ, he's just scored a hat-trick. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope that Arsenal fans, players, management are, are kind of worried about a little bit as well. It's like, oh, he, yeah. 
yeah. last week he wasn't taking the shots that he normally does now. Oh my god, he's gonna shoot from now. They're going in, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's brilliant timing from from the, the, the sun stuff. It's just a pity for him that he's done that and then he's got to wait two weeks. So it would have been nicer if we had another game midweek or, or, or what have you. But I think it will do the world of good, does us the world of good now, knowing as well. We give the cane, ball to Kane. He's likely to get a shot on target, probably mm. score. And now we can do it with Son as well. And if it, the, one of them ain't doing it, we've got uh, Richarlison, who he had a bad game against Leicester, but he's had some really, really good games before mm. that. So everyone's doing a bad game. Uh, we've got Richarlison. And he will love that scrap against Arsenal, the fight against Arsenal. Basuma mm. as well. I think it was you who mentioned uh, when he was at uh, Brighton laughing at... Uh, yeah, yeah, he'll love that as well. So I think we've got a lot going for us. It's just take them seriously. If you don't take them seriously, they yeah. are top of the league. And Jesus is scoring goals. You know, Odegaard's scoring goals. Martinelli, Saka. And the Saka will be buoyed and full of confidence after winning, yeah. a, 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 was it the player of the 21-22 he's just won today. So it could be a real, real tasty end-to-end game, high-scoring game. But it could also be both teams don't want to lose and a fairly boring game. And, and these games always seem to throw up things like you're sending off and that, don't they? You know, remember, yeah. remember, we're also holding last season. But uh, remember Lamella in the the game behind, you know, with no fans <laughs> at, at the Emirates. Kate scored that absolutely wonderful goal and then got sent off in the second half. So, yeah, we have to. I think we have to be measured in that first, certainly in the first 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. You don't want people, and Romero, as great as he is, you know, you can sort of see him sliding someone down and getting a red card. Well, I did you see know. an interview from him saying that he's had to learn to not, to not yeah, yeah. go balls out and do uh, it. He's, he's lucky that he's such an, a brilliant timer of a tackle. Yeah. He, he's actually brilliant at doing that. So, you know, you you you, you hopefully won't get the situation where he's too late on the tackle, that sort of thing. So, uh, but yeah, you've always got a risk. They've got the same risk you know, as well with people, players like Jacka. So it's always mm. going to, in those sort of games, you know, and that's why I hope Tottenham just, you know, hey guys, just don't panic, you know, and just take it. And that's, to be fair, we didn't really come out of the blocks fast in the game last season. It's a measured performance mm. in that game last season. We were just too too good for them. And then the Senate off obviously helped. But when you looked at that game, it's almost like a routine win. When you look yeah. back at the game, it was like Tottenham professional outfit winning a game of football you know and that's that's how that you got to look at it you got to look at it i know you can't because it's, it's it's a big game it's north london derby but you've got to look at it as i'm sounding really cliche here now like another game of football where we've got to play our best and win the game you know and that's that's i mean starting to bleed obvious i know but, but yeah <laughs> it, 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 it's we you can't avoid to get too much enough we all remember remember gather in the nottingham forest final you know he was just so hyped up yeah. Absolutely hyped up, and in a way, he would have been if he hadn't done his knee in, he probably would have been sent off anyway in that game. He probably yeah. you could argue could have been sent off anyway. So, but well, yeah. in this day and age, he would have been, wouldn't he? But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, you just have to, yeah, you're going to be up for the game, but you just got to be a little bit measured. That's why I think Perotic's coming on or play at left back. I think that's a, yeah, a, a I good think so back. as well. I think Emerson will probably come back in because he knows the system, mm. but yeah. Couple of comments, Carl. Very confident. Uh, it's all good. We're going to punt the ball at Ben White and watch him. <laughs> and uh, Chris Agenbar, very good point here uh, with Sun scoring. It gives opposition managers uh, more to think about with Sunny firing and also us trying a different system. Hopefully, be less predictable. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally agree with that. That's a very good point there. But uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we'll we'll do the Arsenal proper preview on uh, uh, next Friday. Uh, I'll be back on Tommy's channel doing uh, this show on Monday. 
Uh, Christ knows what I'll talk about. It's not really anything to talk about. Hopefully, Harry Kane uh, becoming England's all-time leading goal scorer. Uh, but yeah, just remains for me to say uh, thanks to Brad, as always, coming Thank on. Thank you, Chris, uh, for having me on. Yeah, always, I, I speak to you at the games, and now I speak to you on here as well. So it's always great speaking to you. But uh, yeah, Blue Sofa Songs, as promised, uh, that's your YouTube channel. It is in the yep. description. Um, yeah. yeah, tell people where they can find it, what can they, they can expect. Well, if you, if you go onto, you, if you go onto YouTube stuff. and search for Blue Sofa Songs as it's written there, you'll find me. You might even find if you've actually uh, searched for Brad Matthews as well. And on Twitter, I've got uh, AB Sofa Songs, which is where I put the songs on, on from YouTube onto Twitter. So it's also, also there. I'm trying my best not to actually reply like use be so for songs and put normal stuff on it because it's just it's purely there <laughs> purely there for the music but but uh but yeah it's it's uh anyone that doesn't know it's uh me trying to write songs effectively uh i've always written lyrics never written music it's me writing my own songs and playing guitar as best i can and sometimes the songs work sometimes they come out okay sometimes they don't uh it, it's a, a suck and see sort of thing really my singing ability is not brilliant. My playing ability is not brilliant. But I just hope people will look at the actual song itself. And if you watch the very first video, which is me explaining the channel, just try and imagine the song with a whole band behind it, with a, a, a I don't know, a brass section, a gospel choir, whatever you want. Just try and look at the song and maybe like the song itself rather than, oh, I can't sing or play guitar. And, and yeah, there are mistakes <laughs> on it. But, you know... Uh, that that happens. Yeah, it happens. So, uh, uh, as I say, it's 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 me singing about things that affect me, things that have happened to me. So they're all pretty personal songs. The one I try to put a song on every Friday at five pm. The one that's on tonight is quite a quite a, well. I won't say it's a sad song, but it's quite an introspective song. Really, it's you know, but it's just me laying my feelings bare out there. So there's some sort of digital record. Uh, but I do try and do the following week if I've had a miserable song. Do the following week. Try and make it up tempo and. Uh, I'm planning on doing a uh, more of a rock and roll. Let's all have a party song next week. So uh, we'll see how that comes out. But, yeah, it's uh, a yeah. brilliant channel. So make sure you go have a look. Like he said, every Friday, 5 p.m. UK yeah. time is when when uh, it drops. And yeah, please, please check please, it out. Yeah, click like and subscribe. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've now set up so you, when you're watching the clip, the little subscription is in the right-hand corner. So you just click on it and you're done sort of thing. So it doesn't cost anything. I'm currently at 89 subscribers. I'm trying to get up to the magic 100. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And uh, yeah, leave a comment, you know, uh, as long as it's not abusive. Leave a comment <laughs> if you, you know, any suggestions, if you like it, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. And also subscribe to, uh, oh, it's terrible, isn't it? Chris's Magic, Chris's Magic channel. Yeah, subscribe to that as well and have a look at that because, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the latest one on there, I thought, wow, you know, it's it's, it's those sort of uh, moments, you know, with, uh, with the card tricks and that sort of thing. So that's good. And uh, Carl, when is my Spice Girls Mega Mini coming out? Oh yeah, I tell you what, I'm, I'm still waiting for Jerry or uh, or Baby Spice or whatever the names was to contact me. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're watching, get in contact. There's his Twitter yeah, handle exactly, there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. That's, that's a good point actually. Anyone who lives in the Ealing area, West London area, London, if you play an instrument and want to get together and you have a bit of a jam or do something, that's fine. Yeah, just contact me. Excellent. Yeah, is Black uh, Brad's uh, uh, personal Twitter handle is in the description as well. Uh, but you can also always write a comment asking about that on the video, and then hit the like and the subscribe at the same. Yeah, time. if you want to ask about what what instruments I'm using or what amplification I'm using, any anything that's that might be boring to a lot of people, some people are interested. <laughs> in. It's so anything that's boringly technical, you know. <laughs> yes, yeah, brilliant channel. Uh, every week I watch that brilliant channel, and yeah. 
I, I love the uh, all the lyrics are in the description as well for each song. So yeah, I yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I've actually worked out how to put the lyrics on the screen as as I'm playing. So uh, it takes a bit of time, not on this one, but eventually I'll, I'll hopefully get the lyrics on the screen. But they are they are because the lyrics are important to me as well. They are in the description as well. So. Ah, oh, cheers, Carl. <laughs> Got Chris Agenbar here. If you need a volunteer to source someone in our volunteer, my ex-wife. Uh, it's just a YouTube channel, Chris. I don't want to be going to prison for anything, so I, I appreciate the offer, but I'll, I'll pass it, on it, this occasion. Is it your girlfriend in the clips? Is it Claire? Is it what's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some yeah. of some of them are obviously have to do it at, uh, before Wednesdays. So sometimes she's not around. Sometimes yeah, there's no okay. spectator. Sometimes well, Claire, we got something different this week. It involves a saw. And... <laughs> <laughs> Getting this box. What's that saw there for? Never mind it. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah. Thanks, thanks for allowing me to uh, to to publicise it, Chris, and uh, yeah, me on today. But yeah, so make sure if you haven't done already on this stream, hit that like and mm. the subscribe. Two hundred and seventy-three, yep. close to three hundred, be great to get to three hundred before the Arsenal game. Uh, then go over to uh, Blue Sofa Songs, hit the like, hit the subscribe. Make sure you're there five pm on uh, Fridays because then you'll be able to see it as it goes onto YouTube. Uh, and then jump over to Chris's Magic if you like your little magic, similar to what Brad is doing. So without Brad doing what he's doing. I wouldn't be doing this one trick a week, but it's Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. UK time. Just one trick a week. Uh, and yeah, hit that like, hit the subscribe on there as well. 39 uh, subscribers on there. It'd be great to get to 50 before we play Arsenal. Uh, but yeah, and and as always, uh, to everybody watching, thank you so much. Everybody listening, thank you so much. And everybody watching who's got involved in the chat, thank you so much. Really makes the show. And yeah, I really do appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for today. I'll be back on Tommy's show on Monday talking about Spurs. No idea what topics yet. I'm sure some fake news will come out in the newspaper so we can talk about that. And then next Friday, back talking about Spurs versus Arsenal. A big, big, big mm. game uh, after an international break. Uh, it'd be great to be top of the league uh, on the week that I go to holiday. Uh, <laughs> that would be nice. But yeah, until then, until Monday, have a great weekend. And as always... Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who joined in the live chat. Before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button. Also hit the notification bell. You'll be notified when we go live. For anyone who missed the live stream and catches on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube account whenever you want, please leave any comments or suggestions in the comments box. For anyone who listens to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio-only podcast, you can get that wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, go to our Twitter account, at LTalkTottenham, or Instagram account, Let's Talk Tottenham Podcast, you find all the information there. We're back on Mondays on the Hotspur Hood YouTube channel, 7.30pm UK time, and back on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel at 12.30pm UK time as well. For anyone who wants something a bit different, not just football, and likes their magic, please head over to Chris's Magic YouTube channel. Uh, one trick a week, Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time as well. Always drops then. And thanks for watching. Come on, you Spurs!